This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas dot com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to episode 183 of the Bobbycast, where uh, Amy's at my house today. We're testing out some new studio equipment, so we thought we'd do a podcast. And I would just answer questions sent in from the Instagram question where you post it up. And so what I did is I said, hey, just have questions for Amy and myself. And so, as you can see, I'll show you here. We got a lot of them. Oh, wow. Okay. And so Mike D and I, I mean, thousands and thousands of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, Mike D and I have pulled <laughs> 10 questions. He's pulled them. I've just sent him, give, I give him my phone to, okay. to pull them off. Okay, and I have no idea what they are. Yeah. Well, I don't Do either. Do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just said, here's my phone. And hopefully he didn't look all through my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and these are questions. Um, and, you know, I was looking, I posted some of them on my Insta story because Amy was here. We were doing it. Um, you know, a lot of the general questions are things like, before Mike gets into specifics, uh, if you could switch your show from in the mornings, would you? A lot of people ask about the time of yes. our show. Yeah, absolutely. For in, sure. In a, in a second. <laughs> I, I'm not. A, Amy's a bit of a morning person. I mean, yeah. I, I am not. But to be fair, it's not really a morning. You have to wake up before a morning person would wake up. Yeah. It's not about being a morning person. It's about being like, can your alarm go off basically in the middle of the night and you still be happy? Yes. And the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. You can choose to be happy, but it's difficult i feel like we've gotten smarter as the years have gone by like wiser with when we like you used to want to do all of the pre-show prep at the station so way to, back in the day we used to get to the station like so early like yeah. it was ridiculous well and now you work from home i stopped that whenever i got jumped in the parking lot right because i would get there at 3 45 in the morning i know i'm so sad that that happened to you but also <laughs> 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 also i was like pretty amazing now we don't amy's the one who jumped me <laughs> He set it all up. Amy, like, it was that, Amy's husband. Now that I think back, I'm like, you know what? Is that, this what it takes to not have to familiar. wake up at 2 a.m.? Okay. Uh, that A lot of people wonder about the dynamics of how things get on the air on the show. And so I would say at this point, um, how it works is the only two microphones that stay open, the open means on that you're talking to. Open means the microphones are just on. Amy's a minor open all the time. Everybody else kind of has to get a segment on. By submit by segment idea, or 
Mike D and I will go through news and it'll be like, hey, this would be interesting for Amy to talk about or Lunchbox to talk about. So that's really how you get a segment on the show now. Like someone like uh, Lunchbox when he does a street bit, we put those on. Raymundo when he does, well, right, he just sent some funny oh, Shark ideas. Tank. <laughs> yes. That's, that's how you get on the show. We have so many people now mm-hmm. that do different things that how you get on the show is by um, sub- having a good idea to talk about on the show. Other than that, Mike, let's roll with some of this stuff. All right. All right, question number one. From E.A. Morrison, how did it go from Amy saying hi to you guys, being friends, to her on the show now? Uh, I think it was just hi to me more than it was to you guys. Yeah, you were sitting by yourself. You were eating alone. And I I remember in Andrea, she's been my friend since we were 13. Like, she was my best friend in high school. We're still friends. And so we talk about it sometimes. We're like, how crazy is it that this is? She came to Nashville a couple months ago and she was like, what is this life? It's so crazy because she remembers when you were sitting there eating by yourself. And I was like, I think that that's Bobby Bones. And she she didn't listen. So she literally was like, who? And she's like, well, let me go grab you some ice cream coupons. At least it'll be like an icebreaker for you to be like, hey. <laughs> so I, so that's, that's how I said hi to you. It was also a different life ago too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were kids. Yeah, we were... 20s 24 yeah and so that feels like even for me a completely different person um but yeah they went from there to and just kind of the progression of it went met amy uh amy i I didn't have budget for you to come on the show as a co-host you came on as a producer which was it then you became a co-host and then we grew out I yeah. mean, you've done a lot of weird stuff too. Like you did a midday show for a while. Mm-hmm. I had 10 to noon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had my own show. We'd, I like ramped up songs and everything. <laughs> we just literally were looking for ways to supplement our incomes so we could keep the show going mm-hmm. because we weren't making any money. But if they put you on from 10 to noon, they could pay you a few extra thousand dollars because you were also doing another shift on the show. Yeah. I was doing nights in a bunch of places. Yeah. So it, it, Went from meeting to her coming on as a producer for what, four or five months? I can't remember how long it took, but yeah, probably. In a six-month period, the switch went from that to co-host. And then to, to co-host. And but I think contractually, I was still a producer until my contract are. was up. I think you're still a producer. <laughs> you don't even know that. No, it was just my two-year. And then <laughs> I was just fulfilling my two-year deal. Like I got married in that window too, and I was going to quit the show, and my contract was up. But, but my husband was like, you know what? We fulfill contracts when we sign them, we fulfill them. So I stayed the two years and then I was going to be done. We, last night, Amy's husband and I went to uh, Omaha to watch the College World Series. And we talked a bit about that. About Because mm-hmm. it was hard because we lived apart. I yeah. literally was married, but I moved in with my mom and my husband lived in North Carolina. He spent a lot of time in Afghanistan, to be fair. But still, like, I wasn't in our home. He... And I don't think he would care. Me mention this. He, whenever we were moving to Nashville, he was like, "You called him. We're like, hey, can we have lunch? Can Margaritas. A, can we get a margarita at Chewy's?" And he's like, "We don't do that." No, like literally. I think it was like three p.m. And I was like, "Want to meet for a margarita?" <laughs> because I felt like <laughs> I needed alcohol to be to say because I had begged him to move back to Austin because my mom was sick. He didn't like living in Austin because all of our family, his family, my family, my sister, everybody's in Austin. So if you move back to Austin, it's very busy. And he felt like he didn't want that invasion of, but he was getting out of the Air Force. And I said, well, okay, my job's there. You can work from anywhere. Our family's there. My mom's sick. It makes sense. We're moving back to Austin. So he's like, okay. And then like two months later, I'm like, 
so you want to move to Nashville? I just thought he's going to be like, what the heck? But so obviously he was like, that sounds great. But neither one of us had ever been in Nashville. So that's what, that's the other part where I think I needed the margarita. I was like, am I really about to move somewhere? I've never even visited. But Six been. years later. Mm-hmm. And my mom mainly was, I really didn't want to leave her, but she was like, it, you have to go do this. You have to. So Yeah. For those that hadn't heard the story, Amy was a granite salesperson. Yeah. She wholesaled granite. And I met her at a Culver's and mm-hmm. now we're here. Yeah. I remember Googling because I had no idea. I Because, I mean, I had a good job, but I knew I was going to make less if I came to work for, for you. And I knew, my, I knew that I could climb up in my sales job and I had potential there for growth and, so, and to travel the world. So I was really excited about that. So I remember when I was thinking about starting radio, which, again, credit my mom for that. She's like, if there's ever a time for you to do something like this, now's the time for you to go try to be on the radio. And so I was like, okay, mom. And so I went and I remember Googling, like, how much do radio DJs make? Because like I just didn't know dollars. if I could, like, survive <laughs> yeah. or, like, you know, keep my current rent that I had or if I needed to move or so anyway. Yeah, you took a step back in a lot of ways. I mean, ways. not much, but I wasn't making much anyways there to begin with, but I just knew I had growth potential. And with you, I had no idea. Well, they just gave you a raise too, didn't they? Whenever but, you left? Yes, then like they two like, weeks. Hey, congratulations, you're the best, but you, you know, get a raise. No, it wasn't. I even went to them because I knew it was practicing like knowing my worth and I had sort of been given extra responsibilities because another person left the company and I had been taking on their roles for a while and I was like, oh, wait a second. I feel like it's time for me to get a raise. So I mustered up the courage, which is so not like me, to schedule a meeting, went into my boss's office, presented why I needed a raise and he I, he asked what I was making. I told him and he was like, oh, like I stressed out for no reason because he literally looked at me and he was like, wow, okay, yeah, we definitely need to, like it just wasn't even on his radar, but he was gave me the raise and then two weeks later, I kid you not, I went into his same office and I was like, here's my resignation. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and he was like, okay. And what advice would you give off that? Because I think that's a, a good jumping off point for you. Well, knowing your worth? Knowing, not, not well, both. Which part? Not only knowing yeah. your worth, but also taking a chance. Oh, um, I mean, I would say that I, I'm not the biggest risk taker in the world, but I also wasn't so locked into that. I didn't know. And I really do think I, I gave my mom credit and I will, I do think that she encouraged me to just go for it because I worked with my friends at that other job. I mean, we had become friends, but not like the friends I had at this other job that I've been friends with since I was kids. It was a family business. It was hard for me to leave them to come do this, but um, you know, they were really nice about it. And they even told me like, hey, you've done well here. We care about you. When I, He literally said, and I know he was kind of joking, but probably not because I don't think they, they understood what I was going to do. They hadn't heard of the Bobby Bone show. And so they were like, when the, when the radio thing doesn't work out, like we'll take you back. And they still joke with me about it to this day because I still know them. And they're like, oh, I guess that radio thing's working out now. <laughs> but I would say, yeah, you just got to go for it. For me, I was young, so I had that. But now I would use that same advice even if I was at my age now, which is almost 40. Like if you've been given an opportunity to try something new and it, it's it, you're intrigued by it, then give it a go and just know that you've got other skill sets you can fall back on if it doesn't work out. Yeah, I think the big takeaway is that you only get a few shots in your life to actually go for it, whatever that means. You only have six, nine shots in your entire life where something is, you have an opportunity to, quote, go for it. Yeah. And when you get those rare opportunities, you can't let them all pass by. You're going to look back and go, dang, I never tried for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So. And I think talking to those 
around you that know you well and that want you want the best for you like you don't have to keep stuff to yourself like go to people close to you that you care about and get their advice Mike D question number two from Instagram this one's from Susan what was the song you what's used her to... say her name though like if she sent a name in Austin SLS okay there you go what was the song you used to play every single morning when you started the show oh it was Kanye the good life mm-hmm. uh, yeah and you can pull it like we always do with yeah. this time, every morning because when we first started, we were just a local show. We went on at 6 a.m. But when they moved us to being a syndicated show, or I guess when I moved us to being a syndicated show because the company really didn't have any idea. Right. We had some East Coast markets, so we'd go on at 5. And every morning, instead of just playing like a little bit of the song, walking into it, I was we just played the whole song. Because I thought, well, things are going... I'm not a big believer in superstition, but I'm, I'm also one that if things are going right, I'm not going to mess with it. Like, I don't think the song... Which is why we listen to this song every day. Every morning. It was like, things were going well. I don't know. I don't don't think it's working, but who am I to say it's not? Mm -hmm. So every morning we played the whole song. Yeah. And And I remember even hearing it now. Like, I get a certain feeling inside of me where it was like, okay, show's about to start. Energy was good. Like, yeah. There's a book called I'm Okay, You're Okay, which talks about music. And in your brain, whenever you hear a song that reminds you, like that you would listen to a lot at a certain age or certain point in your life. Mm-hmm. And for a split second, um, your brain reacts the same way it reacted then and it feels exactly like it felt just for an instant, instance, like back then. So you have that same exact feeling that you had then. So when you heard that song, that's your brain reacting in the same way that it reacted all those times 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah. And it feels like it did just then. Yeah. It was a reminder too. I was like, oh, you know, some days I, I think I had more... I don't want this to come across the wrong way because I'm super grateful for our job. Like, I'm so thankful for it. Like, people, the fact that I get to wake up every morning and we do what we do is totally not lost on me. So, but it, I did feel like a certain spark of energy, like, pop up. There. I was like, huh, if I felt that, I feel like we're, we're moving pretty fast now. Like, we're, there's a different feeling. Like, we were younger then and... It's still exciting, but there was a certain amount of excitement when I would hear that song. And maybe it's because it was still very new to me. And it reminded me I need to have that same excitement before every show. I think to me, it's we were still proving our worth at that point. And so we, yeah. had, we had a lot to be to, to prove to others. Yeah. And now we've proven our worth to our work. Now I think we're trying to kind of live up to what we've built while grow at the same time. I think we put a little pressure on ourselves now. We had no pressure then. Right. It was just like, what kind of nutty things can we do? We were breaking every rule. We yeah. weren't playing any music except this song, basically. I know. We Everything's fl- different. I just didn't want that to come across as like, I'm not excited about my job anymore. But there was like, I did feel something inside of me. I was like, oh, dang, I kind of missed that feeling. Yeah. Now there's we have pressure on us. And mm-hmm. I think that that a little, a little bit takes some of that edge that that i wonder what's gonna happen edge off mm-hmm. um and you know we didn't have any resources back then either we were just like a boat with with no no rudder wherever we the wind blew and the wind was just when i woke up that morning it was like i wonder what we're gonna do today now we definitely kind of know what we're doing and we have uh i mean yeah we have we have a lot of expectation and pressure to live up to but it's good uh what's the next question mike d from lissa underscore ray are you gonna adopt any more kids I am. Uh, oh, 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 this is you. Oh, go ahead. Well, Bobby, you might adopt. Maybe I don't know. You don't know. I, I, not at this moment. Not at this moment. No, I don't see us doing that. But it's not. I'm not going to say no. 
I'm just going to say not at this moment. You know, I have thought, and I, won't, I don't know that I've publicly said this much, but I don't think there's any harm in saying it here. I guess I'm protective of it, but my daughter's mom, my daughter has a little brother that is like maybe two. Is he at the orphanage or still with the mom? She thinks he's at the orphanage, but he's with the mom, I think. And, you know, I haven't been able to go back to Haiti since we adopted them, which has been really hard because for five years, I was going there like four or five times a year. Like Haiti has a piece of my heart. Like I care about Haiti. I love Haiti. I care about both my kids' birth moms. They're not biological. I care about the orphanage. I care about other groups that we work down there with. Like Haiti, I feel like, okay, they've become my people. And so the fact that I haven't been able to go down there is is hard because it's really dangerous right now. First, it was too much with the kids. And then this past six months, we've planned a couple trips and had to cancel because the hostile environment. So I've been wanting to go down there. I want to meet with, I've, I've never met their birth moms. I want to meet them. I want to have a relationship with them. I want to learn more about what's going on. I want to know about any siblings they have. I don't know. I mean, my son may have some siblings, but I do know when we were we were about to bring the kids home, Sashira's mom went by the orphanage and she had a baby with her and Sashira met him. And so now she's like, okay, that's my brother. And I don't know in her head if she knows. Again, she's saying she thinks he's at the orphanage, but she really doesn't know. But I think maybe part of her might be protecting herself from thinking that her mom, you know, kept her brother and not her. You know, yeah, because that's hard. And so I often wonder if I learned that there was a need there, if we would st- step in, even though it's way legal, like there would be all kinds of legal stuff and paperwork and who knows if it could even happen. And, you know, I would want him to stay with his mom if that's what, what needed to happen. But if not, then I feel like as the mom of Stashira, I should be the mom of her brother if that that needed it. And my husband should be the dad like that. She should be with her brother. He, he should be in our home if that's whatever would have happened. But these are stories that are just in my head. I have no idea. Like I literally don't even know. I don't even know who to ask or I've got to get down there. It's not like I just want to send an email and ask like really serious do. questions yeah, like that. Send email. <laughs> so um, I, yeah, I mean, I think about that. That's the closest I get to it. If we were to do it for sure for her little brother. And then if there was any other kids, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Amy's son's at, where are my house right now? Amy's son's in the backyard swimming. Yeah. How long does he have until <laughs> he gets bored swimming? Oh, I don't think he does. Oh, really? Yeah. We haven't ever hit a, I'm bored. No. <laughs> <laughs> my question number is four. Yeah. All right, question number four. For the CBZ Dyer, worst traits from each other. Uh, you want to go first? Or I'll go first. <laughs> okay, you go. I can't keep Amy's attention ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, during the show, gotta be hard for you. while literally we're on the air talking to millions of people, she'll be doodling, mm-hmm. not listening to anything I'm saying. I don't have to take my hand and wave it in front of her like a flare to be like, hey, up, up, up here. And so I would say, but that's a pretty good worst trait. Uh, no, I mean, it's pretty bad. Like, I get mad at myself. I need you to know that because I'm like, here we are. Yeah, like you said, like millions of people listening. My one job is to be here at the mic and be in tune with what's happening and paying attention to you and I can't even do it. I'm saying no, that's a pretty good worst trait, meaning if that's your worst trait, you're doing pretty good. No, it's it's hard to know that that, that I'm not capable of You are capable, but I do every day a couple and sometimes Amy will be so checked out mm-hmm. that I have to get Mikey to hit her. <laughs> she won't even see me waving at her and I'll have to wave at Mike to walk over and go and she'll have to tap you on the shoulder to have you look up. Yeah. 
Oh, what else? That's not, you don't have anything else for me? I don't think so. Oh. That's just the hardest thing. That's my, I would say, that's my constant with you. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I would be like, sometimes you're, this isn't, I don't know if it's a worse trait, but because I've learned to accept it, but like you're, you're short because you're quick, you're busy and you have a lot going on. And so sometimes I feel like I wish communication would be more um, or maybe not as like, but then when I think about all, I have to step back and think about all that you have going on and like you have to be efficient with time some days. Like you don't always have that. Or sometimes maybe it's just me scared to bother you with something. And so I don't know that that's necessarily, that trait doesn't fall on you. Maybe it falls on me for being scared. But sometimes I feel like our communication is not what I want it to be. And I don't know who that falls on. All you. Um, I would say that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to well, put it on you because I feel like sometimes you'll, I'll feel like. Oh, you, yeah, I'm terrible. At I feel it. like you kind of, and with your answer, you kind of give it quick and like, that's your answer. And I'm like, did he really even think about that? Because in my mind, I'm like, because I totally disagree with what he just said, but I don't really challenge you on it because I don't want to, I don't want to ruffle feathers. I just kind of go with it. And then, you know, a couple months later, you may come back around with something else. I'm like, oh, okay. He came around, but and I didn't even have to bring it up. But it's because I think maybe you sat with it. I don't know. I sat with it. Like I respond two months later? I don't know. You don't respond, but something in you like ch changed maybe, or I don't know. It, I feel like you give me maybe sometimes a quick response that, that hits me where I'm like, I couldn't, I disagree with that. But that's where I think maybe sometimes if we were to have a thoughtful conversation about it, it there would be a different conclusion. I don't think so. You don't think, see, mm -hmm. you don't think so? No, I'm a big believer in not spending too much time thinking about things because I think your, your gut instinct is not really an instinct at all. You just know how you feel about things and you start to second guess yourself and you start talking yourself into maybes and what ifs. And the next thing you know, you really don't feel like you know, even though you knew from the beginning. Okay. Uh, also, I do answer short. I just, yeah. I just, I'm not good at fluffing things. I'm not good. I get in trouble with emails because I'm just like, send to everyone, not just you. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I have to say, I have to know not to take it personally. Isn't, I, I have a conversation with but myself. I would say. Amy, it's nothing you did. Yeah, he's, it's nothing he's busy. you <laughs> It's not even that I'm busy. It's just. Well, you have a lot you're getting through. But I don't even know that that's the case. I think that's mm. just, that's just me. Okay. Always. Yeah. <laughs> even when you were much. like eight. Probably. Ten. I think I probably, this is what I think. I think that I wasn't listened to a lot young. So when I had shots to be heard, I just said it quick. Mm. Like, can I get in? So I don't Holy, I had people had to listen to me all the time. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's probably, listen, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't sometimes. And people ask us too, do we still hang out outside of the show? When we first started, we, were, we took vacations together. Yeah. But really, if you and I get any time now to hang out outside of the show where there's nothing work related, I mean, it's like once every few months, mm -hmm. but we spend five or six hours a day together. So it's not like we're, we're racing to get home and hang out either. Right. You, you know, you have your, your relationship and your kids and I have my new relationship with work jobs everywhere. I'm all over the place. All over the place. And so like we hardly ever hang out outside of work. Um, Eddie and I don't hang out unless we're on the road together doing Raging Idiot stuff. Like we don't ever just like go rarely hang out. And I mean this in the best way because we have spent years and years hanging out to get to this point. Yes. Like it, had we not spent, invested many, many years into this show as all close friends, we definitely wouldn't be able to be here. I never hang out with Raymundo outside of the show. 
Um, yesterday, we did. Oh, yeah. Never hang out with Raymundo. Only hang out with Eddie if we're on the road. Never hang out with Lunchbox outside of the show. Only hang out with you once every, what, we try once every three months we or so? Try, we yeah, try, yeah, if it works. So yeah. you'll come by and hang out with the kids and like hang at the house for a little bit. Yeah. Something like that. That's or, the one I probably try the most. Yeah, which no, makes I mean, sense and I appreciate that. Like, Yeah. So that's a question I get on Instagram a lot. Like, do you guys still hang out? But no, we're kind of adults and everybody has their own. Yeah, like we get it. It's not like it has to happen, but sometimes there needs to be just that if you go and just have like that normal, but it doesn't have to be all the time. But like a dinner every once in a while is good. I feel like for us, we just fly somewhere together. That's, yeah. u- that's usually where it's like, oh, we actually have an hour. We can't run and you have to deal with the kids. Or yeah, I've or got we're a in a car. Or, yeah. yeah. Something like that. But again, we're spending seven hours a day together already. <laughs> we already talk <laughs> yeah. about everything. Yes. So it's like, even before the show, we're in your office together talking. So I feel like we catch up a lot. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes like a dinner doesn't make sense. This is Otis Gray. And for this season of On the Job, we're hitting the road to tell amazing stories of real people and their life's work. From a young woman making dolls for an underserved market to folks falling in love at the office, each episode will surprise you. And just when we thought... It couldn't get any worse. We got the job from hell. Check it out by searching for On the Job from Express Employment Professionals in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period. Like it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet, the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah, that's what the whole store basically is: fresh leather, yep. friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events. There is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy Brown here to talk about the incredible work that's being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survivor rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. Families do not have to worry about a thing. Treatment is covered, travel, housing, food. And when you're a family that's going through this, like imagine you're a parent, your kid gets cancer. You need to focus on that child. You don't need to be worrying about other things and financial stuff can get really stressful. St. Jude covers it. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment. And when you sign up for just $19 a month, you're going to get the new This Shirt Saves Lives tee. So join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope and text Bobby to 785-833. That's B-O-B-B-Y to 785-833. 
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Uh, Mike, what's next? Number five. From Nina23star, what's been your biggest fight? Hmm. Biggest fight. I don't, Does something come to your mind? No, not, not like an issue. Like we've had some. I, I mean, I know something, but it is like way back. But it's still something I think about because I'm like. I, oh, so nothing's coming to my mind. Let me think for a second because. It's like way back. And I get it, I, sort of. You're already defending it? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> what is it? How old were we? <laughs> we were 26, okay, maybe. Okay, so over 10 years ago. <laughs> well, it, but, yeah. but again, if we have to look back and try to find a fight at Yeah, 10 but it wasn't ago, even like really a fight. That's the thing. Well, let me clarify. Your shirt, the, your let, shirt that you wore the, from Dumb and Dumber? Oh, no, that's, no. I not, I, no, but that was pretty bad. That Amy, was a Amy, low. Amy I cried. wore a hoodie that looked like it was a from- sweater. It looked a like sweater. One. And we made fun of her and she cried. I cried. Uh-huh. And I wish we wouldn't have, but also you were a little sensitive too because you make fun of your friends. That's fine. We should in this, because that was on air. I was thinking like something off air. Oh. But on air, there was probably that time. I don't know for sure if I walked off, but there's been at least once or twice where when we were in Austin, live on the air, like I left the room and I went fully into, I left live radio, Not because left of me, the room. <laughs> you were lunchbox, somebody, sweater day, I don't know, sweater gate, <laughs> you were in on that. <laughs> yeah, I was. But, but, but lunchbox, where yeah, where he, dumps the candy on your yeah, he dumps, dumped candy on me. But there was something else, maybe when I said I was leaving, I don't know if that was candy day, but I said, Who, whoever, whoever takes, takes over job, my job better be, be prepared. And then I go freaking prepared. That was about lunchbox. That was yeah. candy day. That, that was candy, candy day. day. Okay. So I just remember going to the bathroom and like crying. And I was like, I am, I'm quitting. I'm quitting. I'm leaving now. Like this, show, this, I just like, am not prepared for this. But those are obviously times where maybe I was a little hormonal and sensitive. And you were taking lots of different. And yeah, I was trying to get pregnant. With sweater day, I was on Clomid. Made All me really emotional. Yes. Emotional. But yeah, I, we had an issue. Like it wasn't a fight. Oh, what I was going to say about our fights. Bobby doesn't fight. Yeah, I don't fight. Bobby really. doesn't fight. Mm-mm. So there's no real fight. There's just annoyance or something. Like there's like, ugh, like that's so frustrating. Like we're frustrated and then I'll say something to you about it and you'll, like I remember one time I sent you like a three paragraph email because I was just like so is like, this 10 ugh. years ago? This is when we were 26. Okay. And I was like, ugh, like da 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 And then you replied back like, oh, oh, one or two word response. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> sweet, good talk. Like, and then it just, and then it just fizzled out. Like there's no fighting with you. I can only imagine what it's like being like your girlfriend. Oh, it's awful. Like there, it's, I don't fight. Cause there's no fighting. You mm-hmm. just kind of like do your one response and you're like, okay, they'll probably get over it soon. Which obviously I still think about. <laughs> what was, do, you what it, do you want to say what it was or not? I don't know. You don't I remember mean, what it was? I do remember exactly what, what it was. Do you want me you to? can just. Okay, we had taken a trip to Las Vegas, the show. And again, I wasn't, I had stayed behind, was living in, in Austin. My husband was living in North Carolina. He was, would go to Afghanistan, whatever. We were newly married. And he had the weekend off 
He was supposed to go somewhere with the Air Force. I don't know what. He was supposed to go somewhere. Then didn't. So then that's normally a weekend we would have been together. So this, but the, you had planned a show trip to Vegas with me and Elena Planned Lunchbox. and paid for it Planned all. and paid for it all. Like a show bonding trip. Right. I remember this now. Right. Carl, Carlos maybe was there. Yeah, show bonding trip. Well, I didn't really, I didn't know. I mean, he's like, I want to see my wife. So he came and surprised me in Las Vegas. And there was nothing I could really do about it. I mean, and he got a different hotel room. Like he paid for whatever but I was still going to be really engaged with what he had going on. I felt really torn between the show and then my new husband, who I didn't ever get to see. And it wasn't like, oh, sweet, Amy's husband's here. Like, let's just make the best of it and we can all hang out. It was like, this is really annoying that he's here. And um, you basically gave me the cold shoulder the rest of the trip. It's funny you think, I haven't thought about that. Oh, I went then. home and because I lived with my mom. Again, didn't live with my husband because I was doing the show. I went home. Broke it down with my mom. She was like, Amy, you just need to, it's it's like, there's nothing you can do besides send him, send him your thoughts. So that is what I did. And you replied with, oh, I think you said something like, Jesus, this is a long email or something. And I was well, like, two, yes, dear baby Jesus, help me. Two things. One, I was probably frustrated because I paid thousands of dollars for everybody to come out as a show trip. Totally but get I was, it. I was still in the wrong. That being said, when you send me text messages that are super long. Oh, yeah. Now he doesn't. No. If Mary and I have anything like Pimp and Joy to discuss with Bobby, like, and we're married with the shot forward and like anything we're trying to do, like if we want to give him information about something or whatever, she'll like, I'll, she'll send something and I'll be looking at it and I'll send her and I'll be like, you know, he's not reading that right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a hashtag too much text. Cause like Bobby will just let you know that's too much text. Like yeah, bullet I points. Even, you send me a whole page. I'm like. Too much. I know, I know. And that's how I, I learned that way back from that Vegas trip when I was basically poured out everything because this is how I wanted to communicate. I didn't want us to fight, but I was so frustrated with how it all went down. And so, again, we didn't really resolve it. We didn't fight. We definitely didn't fight, but that's because you went all like, bye, <laughs> peace. And I was like, sweet. So here we are <laughs> 15 years later. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just kidding. Get next question. Bobby doesn't fight. All right. No, yeah, yeah. I don't. I guess I don't really fight. But do you? You don't. You don't have a fight example. Mm -mm. Yeah, because we don't fight. Mm -mm. We just get annoyed. And then I get over it. Yeah. And and most of the time I'm wrong. Mm, that's not always the case, but mostly. Yeah, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> what else? From B Berry Twelve. Why does Google have your height wrong? Oh, I hate that. It's, they have me at 5'10". I'm, oh. I'm so pissed about that. And to clarify, Bobby is six foot. One. The doctor, six the last doctor six, said I was six foot one. You were wearing one. shoes. It doesn't matter. Yes, it when does. When do you go to the doctor and take your shoes off? <laughs> yeah. Never. But, well, but that's not the your height. The last time I did it was never wearing third, okay? So six foot one. They, they, this is going to be our latest fight. All <laughs> it's like Bobby <laughs> refuses to believe that he's six foot. Google says I'm 5'10", which well, is a lie. That, and My I, doctor I says, hate six, that for you. says six one. So how about you mean the middle? Six. six. No, I'm my I <laughs> medical tests have shown I'm six foot one. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why that. Why would Google? Can you fix that? Is it Wikipedia that has it wrong or Google? I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. I've seen Just it. When though. you Google, it's the first thing that comes up. Dang. I don't even know who would write that. I'm so rude. <laughs> yeah. What else? Give me another one. Uh, from Heather McGuire, who is the biggest diva between Amy and Bobby? Bobby. Amy. <laughs> nah, different reasons. <laughs> Like yeah, you, you need your your. We're equally diva-ish in our about own different ways. Things. Totally, I agree. Uh, Amy, go ahead. No what? No, go ahead. No what? No, just like you have your yours is very food related. Yeah, what I'm trying to say. I no, mean, no. what? 
Like at work? Just in general. In life? Yeah. Yeah, I can be particular. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> isn't that what a diva is? Someone mm. who's particular? Yeah. So you definitely have the the, I have the health particular things. Right. And, but I'm way more chill than I used to be. Like I used to be way more uptight, which my husband appreciates my kids. I think my kids coming in have helped me live a little bit more when it comes to that. And I'm super thankful. It was hard for me to accept at first, but like even with them, I'm not as uptight as I thought I was going to be because I thought they were going to only eat a certain way and I wasn't going to let them deviate and eat junk because I didn't want them to grow up like craving bad things like they were already at a negative coming from the orphanage because they had not a lot of nutrition there like substance like stuff that's like really good for them and it was just like rice and beans every day it was more calories in not nutrients so but now I'm like whatever I'm like before you get your if you even want to have ice cream you better eat that entire slice of pizza <laughs> <laughs> and like then I'm like who am I right now but I'm like you know what like they're kids and I should be that way too. And so at the beginning, they weren't used to me having anything with them. And now if I have like a piece of pizza with them, they're like, what? Mom, are you serious right now? And then, but they love it. And I'm like, oh, golly, why was I so uptight? What is my biggest diva tendency? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, time isn't diva. <laughs> no, whatever it That's is. That's discipline. That's like. No, it can be whatever, whatever comes to your mind. Say it out loud. Well, no, I mean, I think it's just sometimes like you want, well, but you have every right to have, want things done a certain way when we're doing the show. Like sometimes I'll record something and you'll be like, do it again. And I'll be like, okay, I'll do it again. You'll be like, do it again. <laughs> and I'm like, I literally just said it the same, or I'm going to say it the same way again. But I don't know why you're, I don't know if that's diva, but I'm like, what is he looking for? Like, I don't know how to say this any differently, you know? So Mostly then I'll it try it. I'll things with the, with the letter R in it. <laughs> you don't know, you, you're not able to say. So I'll try rural. a different. <laughs> Yeah. I'll try a different inflection. Brad Paisley's from rural West Virginia. No, say it, do it again. Oh, I just, what do you want from me? <laughs> no, say rural. <laughs> okay, Brad Paisley's from rural. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like, that's just you being particular. But like we've said, particular can be diva. Um, what else are, what are you diva on? I mean, sometimes, I mean, you want your latte a certain way. No, I don't. What? I want Everybody goes to Starbucks and has their own thing done, their, their way. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. You'll drink whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, I don't drink coffee, but I do have a chai latte with mm -hmm. the, uh, dirty the, chai. Those shots, whatever mm -hmm. they're called. Espresso shots. Yeah. I don't think it's that crazy. I know what I want. Yeah, same. And that's good. That's good. That's why I wouldn't, then, then I take it back. We're not divas. Yeah, I don't. I mean, no. We're not, just particular. Really. Yeah. We're pretty. <laughs> like, if you ever get diva, though, like, I, I feel like I need to, because, you know, you hear people that the more successful they get, they kind of get different and, like, diva-ish. So do, how is our relationship? Like, would you want me to call you out if you started acting like a diva? What I would want is for you to say you were going to call me out but never actually do. <laughs> no, So I, never say anything no. to you that... I think that... Because um, I want to be close enough. All my particular things are work-related for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like, I need, if I walk into the studio... I'm on a road show. I want everything in the right place so I can grab the things to, with my right hand that I know are supposed to be there. Everything's printed out. And water. Or like every But you need water. Like sometimes when we're recording stuff, I feel weird if we're like in the room and we can't really get up and we're knocking stuff out in Bobby's office and we're like, hey, water. I just yell water. It, yeah, no. And, and I used to feel like, oh, but now, I mean, water! I've tried it a couple of times and <laughs> no. I'm like, and then water appears. It just I'm shows like, up. <laughs> Why like, would you do it any different? <laughs> right? I'm like, this is amazing. I'm just going to start yelling water. 
or I would watch you Foot be rug. like I would watch you kind of like get irritated if something was handed to you and it's like written poorly or no pronunciations or da 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 and I would see you just be like you know kind of just yell out but it's more of a time management you're not like mad at you're not like mad at anybody particular like if Hillary has to run in and be like oh but it's because you have to be efficient with time and it's like this should have been vetted before it got to me so it's not diva but if someone was a fly on the wall they might look at the who wrote this? Water. <laughs> Is this a dirty chat? Like they may see that as diva, but it's it's really not. It's just and 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 I've even caught myself doing it. But I feel like I I you emulate who you learn from, and I learn from you. And I definitely you better not even bring me a piece of paper if it doesn't have a pronunciation on it, because you know I'm not going to figure it out on my own. I pronounce everything wrong. Well, listen. <laughs> It's embarrassing for me to go on in cities that we're not on and I say things wrong. Yeah, And if I don't tell people to have it already looked up for me and I do it wrong, then we all look foolish and it hurts the entire brand. Agree. So, yeah, for me, it's everything's about efficiency at work. Mm -hmm. Everything all the time is about efficiency. How can we get A to B the fastest and most effective? And if you don't tell people what you want, you never get what you want. If I don't tell, like, because Hillary, her job really is to... Uh, commercials and production and she goes through to make sure it's not written poorly. Uh, sometimes local will send us commercials that are from a car dealership and they're written like a nine-year-old wrote them. And I, and I don't have seven minutes to figure out how to put a 45-second commercial together. I shouldn't be moving lines. So Hillary, that's what Hillary will do. And she'll build these commercials out and I'll read them. And I'll be like, I don't know how to say Waxahachie. And I do. <laughs> that's Mike D's where yeah. from. Shout out. But I'm saying I wouldn't know how to know if I didn't know. So... Yeah, and then I, I owe it to you guys to be as present as possible during the show, right. everything pre and post the show. <laughs> and I'm so present all the time. Yeah, well. I'm yeah. never doodling. Sometimes I can be double present. I'm going to work not. really hard on that this week. But just in general, for, I mean, if you're listening to this, you can't expect people to know what you want if you don't tell them. Right. Per- just period in life. That's advice you've given, and I've taken it and used it with you. I can't expect you to know what I want. And I've, I've, there's been times where I've literally, I've wanted to tell you something, but I was like, Ooh, you know, I just, I don't know if I want to, but then I'm like, you know what his advice is? He's not going to know that this is something you want to do unless you tell him. Mm-hmm. It's, so, I'm not trying to, I'm not in the prediction business. No. I'm not Miss Cleo. Mm-mm. So you got to tell me. And I, and I tell, I'm, I'm so transparent with our bosses to the point where it's a, like, I over tell them all the time. This is what I want. I don't get most of what I want. But I just keep, and also you can just beat people down too. You ask for just, I need, I want this, I want this, I want this. Eventually they go, oh my God, we got to give them something. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Um, if you don't tell people what you want, it, then they, they'll never know. And you have no right to get mad at people for not meeting your expectations if you don't tell them what your expectation is. So, yeah. And so, that, yeah, I'm Beyonce. Thanks. All right, next. <laughs> From Jamie Buff. Mm-hmm. Is Amy sad for you because you are single and don't have a girlfriend? No, I'm not sad for you. I'm I'm excited for you for where you're going. I feel like you have you have your heart set on different things right now. I guess I'm sad that you haven't experienced it, but maybe a, two years ago or a year or so ago, I would have said that, but you've had a lot of growth in the last year to where I think you're more open yeah, to I'm it now than ever. <laughs> <laughs> not growth in that direction, oh. but... I, so I'm I'm no longer, I think there's been times where I've been sad for you because I wanted you to have that. I think I'm sad that you have the walls up that you do because of your circumstances. 
your upbringing that created this situation makes you sad. But everybody has different things in their, or makes me sad for you, excuse me. But everybody's got different things that they have, have to deal with. And that's, I can't be sad about that. Like you've, you're moving forward, I'll move forward with you. And I think I'm excited to see what happens. I'm pumped about all of your success, but I hope with that, you don't, ex- you don't just experience it alone. That's what I want for you is to like have somebody to share it with and have a family if that's what you want, which, which I think that you do. But if your desires change, then I would want to know that. And I'm not going to be sad for you to, just because it's something that's ideal for me, like he should have a wife and kids. It may not be what's ideal for you. But I mean, I think that would bring you a lot of joy. Well, thanks for not being sad for me. Yeah. We were on the uh, uh, flight yesterday, and it was me, your husband, Clay Travis, and Raymundo. And they were talking about kids. Because Clay has three boys. Mm-hmm. And Clay's 40. And your husband's 40, right? Yeah. And they were just like, man, that's where it's all at. It's all, it's all being a dad, being a dad. And I was like, wah, wah. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. But you'll, don't you feel like you're yeah. closer to... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, that yeah, than yes. ever? Yeah, of course. Not because we've gotten older, but because I think you've um, emotionally matured. I think I, yeah, sure. Like, I'm like 100 in one way and like 12 in another. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in that path of, and I'm dating now, but I'm not dating to date because I don't even like dating. But, like, I'm actually like going, all right, let me just let me find somebody who I can partnerize. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's so romantic, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like to, Would you like to be my partnerize partner? with me? <laughs> I'm looking for someone to do that with so I can be a dad. <laughs> Ooh, I know. Yeah. Sounds hot. I know. Um, Mike D., what's, what number are we on here? We got two more. Let okay. me say this, because I don't want to get to the end of this podcast and not put the plug in first. Check out Amy's podcast, Four Things with Amy Brown. While we still have your attention, it really is a fantastic podcast. It's uh, How would you describe the podcast? Well, each episode is four different things. Sometimes it's an interview with a guest that's talking about a certain topic, but a lot of health-related stuff, some fitness, some fashion. It's a lifestyle piece, but a lot of different pieces where, you know, because of my life and I've, I'm adopted, I've, I'm an adopted parent, excuse me. My kids come on sometimes. I have um, other adoptive parents or foster parents. We like to touch on issues that are important to me and to a lot of you listening, I, I like feedback. I have an email and people send me show ideas. Very into health stuff for sure because that's what a lot of people, I don't know how, I'm not like the health expert. So I try to do my research, but I try to bring in experts to come be on my show so that way I'm giving accurate information. Yeah, I would say it's like um, um, health, faith, positivity podcast. There you go. Yeah. You should be better you're better at promoting it than me <laughs> sam efficient <laughs> yes, efficient i'm like well so i don't really know i mean i have people when i was seven I like decided. <laughs> how i even get paid to talk i don't know because honestly i'm not good at it Am I? <laughs> you, are. you are also let me say this is that we can sit here and have these uncomfortable conversations a bit because we are so comfortable mm-hmm. with each other yeah so if you hear us and we're like like kind of you know snapping at each other a little bit, which we're really not. We couldn't do this in a healthy environment if we weren't healthy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you couldn't sit here and tell me about a fight that we used to have if you didn't think it was, if you thought it was going to blow back up and make us bad. No. No, it's fine. 
like all boyers together. Again. <laughs> all right. Wait, did you say what my podcast was called? I'm yeah, sure four, you did. four things with Amy Brown. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, what up? Search it wherever you listen to podcasts. There you go. What, what's number nine? <laughs> From Kirsten Wetblow, are your radio shows always live? Um, some of the interviews aren't. Sometimes you'll see one in different clothes if we're doing an interview because sometimes artists will have to go up and do Good Morning America on a record release day, mm-hmm. which is a Friday. And if they're like, hey, can we come on the show? on Wednesday to record for Friday. Uh, so we'll do those sometimes. Um, and we don't say that on the show because it doesn't matter. So we don't go, oh, this was recorded 36 hours ago. But uh, the answer is no. And there are times on Instagram before we're in two sets of clothes in the same day, it's because Dustin Lynch has been up and I want to have him on for, to help him out with his record on a Friday. And he can't be there because he's doing TV press on that Friday. So uh, good question. Number 10. From chef underscore 113. Why is Amy crazy about microwaves, but not about cell phones and other electronics? Oh, yes. Um, well, because I have my stovetop, and that helps. Now, while it's slower, I don't have any other ways to talk to people unless, like, I choose, like, no, you do. male. You, no, no. A horse and a buggy. Yes, you picked a slower alternative for cooking. Why would you not pick the slower alternative for talking to because people? Because that would take, like, forever. Okay, all, all the question asks mm-hmm. are saying is you're a bit hypocritical. Oh, I agree. Okay, like, good. I, and that's a I podcast the next week. <laughs> I, I acknowledge my hypocrisy, nice. but I mean, I nice just tense shift on a tough word. Oh, did yeah. I get it right? Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no microwaves, but you know, you get, you give some, what is that? Win some, you lose some. Win some, you lose some. It's like, Hey, I'm not going to use a microwave, but I'm going to like probably have a brain tumor. It's fine. Which yeah. we probably all are. Have to find another method of communication. As you hold your phone up to your head, or as you're doing that bit, <laughs> Amy's doing a bit in here right across from me. The only mic and I can see with her phone. She's got it on. I know it's yeah. so hard. I don't know what to do, but I mean, I need my phone. So what are you gonna do? I don't need a microwave. That's why you don't need a phone. You, did you I watch the? Uh, you don't need. Yeah, I do. There are a lot of people that don't have phones. Probably okay. a few. Bobby, I, I've been to very remote places in the middle of Haiti where like people have nothing but they have a cell phone, <laughs> literally. My husband's like, I'm in the middle of like, my who knows is, where, Middle East in some cave somewhere. They have nothing, but they have a cell phone. <laughs> they don't need it. <laughs> well, they do. Um, did you, you watch Black Mirror? Which did one? Watch, I, Which one? Well, have you seen any of the new season? I've seen some of the new season, but I was multitasking. Miley oh. Cyrus? Yeah, that was a pretty good one. Okay, Which Did you watch one? the whole thing? No. Oh, did you watch any of the whole ones? I don't know. If you tell me what it is, I can tell you if I watched it. You would know if you watched it. Oh, my gosh. Was it about cell phones? Kind of. <laughs> tell me something. There's a really good episode in the last season. I think it might. You think it's the best one of the new? Season? I would say so, yeah. Yeah. It's the most it's like, like U- Uber and cell phones. That's what it's about. Oh, I guess. You I should watch it. it. Did you see the one about the bees? Yeah, like eight years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one was so Crazy. It's crazy. That one was insane. Black I don't Mirror is te- is uh, technology. It's like technology. Um, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, it's it's the craziest stuff ever. But but what's alarming about it is that it could all happen. And You're some like, of it actually has from oh, the past, past, past. Wonderful. Seasons. Yeah. Great. Don't I mean, tell the social me that. media one is nuts. It's nuts. Have you seen the social media one? Yeah. The clicks, the, the likes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The girl. Yeah. And then she gets in the car. She got invited to her friend's wedding. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, it's that one, show one of my is favorite so. Shows, I'm so. like, how do these people even think of this stuff? But then I'm like, well, because it could really. It's one happen. guy, the Charlie Brooker Booker writes the whole writes them. Oh, how does yeah? I don't know. Okay. Um, I All think right. that's, we good. Yeah, I think so. that's going to be the, the wrap here. Um, do you want to do your Mount Rushmore musical artist before we go? 
Um, five five favorite of uh, all time. I I we, we've done this a couple times, and I've mine's John Mayer and Garth Brooks and Weezer. And if you're picking five, I put oh, Willie Nelson on there, and I put somebody else. Ben Folds. Ben Folds. Okay. Um, George Strait. Okay, one. Taylor Swift. Two. Tupac. Three. Biggie. Four. Oh, you, <laughs> East and West. Then they're probably going to fight. Don't put them beside <laughs> each other. East Coast, West Coast. We're the opposite sides. Yeah, put them opposite sides. I have a shirt that says East Coast, West Coast, and they're on it. And I've been watching that document. It's not a documentary. It's scripted. It's a scripted mm -hmm. documentary about their their deaths and the investigation into Tupac's I don't Tupac's think it's a scripted documentary. Well, it's a, what is it called? A, sure. I don't know what that's called, but it's a reenactment okay. uh, scripted of the thing. Got it. And did you know Biggie's mom is claiming they were friends? So, yeah, I know that they were friends in the beef, but police are like involved. Anyway, I'm watching that. Um, who? How many? One more. I named? You have one more. I have one more. Tupac, Biggie, Taylor Swift, George Strait. You get one more. Oh, the Dixie Chicks. Cool. That works. <laughs> They're three-headed. Um, little. They won't take up all the room. They'll take up the room of one head with three heads. That well, I mean, I picked Weezer, so I just put the lead singer up there. Oh, cool. Um, so Natalie Maines. Yeah. Favorite. This is a question I didn't do with Kaylee, but and I, and I advise you to check that one out. Favorite contemporary country artist right now, like this on the radio. This is hard. I can tell you mine. How you think about yours? Okay. And mine, I've mine are the same. I've it used to just be Casey, but now it's Casey and Old Dominion. <laughs> I was thinking Old Dominion because yeah. I mean they're just. They're that's just why so I was good. like, this is so hard because mm -hmm. I have contemporary wise, Dirk Bentley is like up there for me, like big time. Been a fan. Of his for a really long time um but i would just say old dominion is just like hit after hit yeah. after hit and it doesn't hurt whenever we also get to know them mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to because i because casey and i don't have a relationship at all outside and not even really professionally yeah. so but she that doesn't mean she can't be my favorite because there are artists that i bring on the show that i don't really like that much as people but they're great interviews and there are some great people that i won't bring on because they're terrible interviews um, but it is tough whenever people are really cool to not root for them. Right. And I, I really like the old Dominion guys and mm -hmm. they're just, you're right. Hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. Yeah. I saw Trevor, um, at CMA Fest, him and his wife, I talked to them for a bit. Oh, my yeah. Disney buddies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brett Eldridge is up there too. Mm -hmm. Like there's just, there's so much good music right now. Little Big Town. Hello. Okay. But who's your favorite? You can even pick two well, if you're tied. You, picked... you can pick whoever you want. Don't let me affect you. Okay, I'll go Little Big Town. You, they weren't even in your one or two, and you. you yeah, but I didn't want to pick the same as you with but Old you Dominion. Can pick whoever you want. And you then Brett Eldridge is amazing. I mean, you, you can. Okay. Stop. I'm obsessed with Karen Fairchild. Don't tell her that. Okay. I play it so cool around her. Got it down. All right. <laughs> so we don't need her to know. That's gonna uh, wrap this edition of the Bobbycast. Amy, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me. We actually did a lot of work before this. Uh, thanks to everybody who sent all the Instagram messages and, and questions. We answered them here. Um, I'm sorry for everything I've ever done to you. Same. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Was that okay? Yeah, okay? whatever. Okay. No, this uh, is good. Y'all happy with that? Yeah, okay. we're happy with that. Okay. All right, thanks next time. We'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs>
with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.